Okay, so we're at the, uh, really at the end of, uh, it's the end, but it's not really the end, because right before Yom Kippur is the end of the Beginning. awe, the awe-filled days, but Sukkot is really the end of the whole cycle. So we're, we're sort of at the end of one part of the cycle, which is the beginning you know, of the next part of the cycle. And we started off already about a month ago, over a month ago now, El, and we we designated these these chaburas to working on the Anila Dodiva Dodi Li relationship between Klal Yisrael between us and Kadosh Baruch Hu. not looking at the fear of the days, not looking at the the being afraid of onesh of punishment and on all of that world. We didn't go for that at all. We went through, these are days, Yemei Ratzin, these are days to build a Kesha with the Kaddish Baruch Hu. That's what it says, Anila Dodi Vidodi Li, HaMelech Basada, all these nice, beautiful ways, that the way that the Hasidim bring out the days of, of Elul and the Yom Harayim, and that's what we worked on. We started off with a song, you should listen to the song, it's a beautiful song from Farhi, Ani Yashena. I don't know if you heard that one. Beautiful. You heard that song? Yeah. So that's where we started. You have to hear the Chaburas, but that's where we started working on the relationship. Libi Er, Koldodi Dofek, listening to the sounds of, of the beloved. He, in the song, he was waiting, waiting for, for her, or whatever it is, him to come. The other one, the beloved. Which is because this Manavel is a time of, of relationships, especially, of course, Baruch. And then the next week we went into Yishai Ribos. Tekev Yipotach Yiposach Halev The lave opens up This was the second part of the Of the sugya Is that not just are we working on the relationship But it has to be a heart A heart that's open, wide Because a relationship without a heart Is not a relationship It's I mean, it, it is there, You can have partners You can have, you know, work business partners Who are not necessarily connected emotionally but this is not Anil Dodi Vidodili. Anil Dodi Vidodili needs, yeah, needs to, uh, to have heart involved. And the way that we explained it, we can't go into the whole thing now, it had to do with Akar Satov, it had to do with the Bikurim, was Parshas Kisavo, was that we have to look at our relationship with the Kodesh Baruch Hu, um, as the feminine. When you're, when you're masculine, when you're the male, so you're the mashpia, when there's a wife involved, or when there's children involved. But with the Kaddish Baruch it's not that. It's flipped around. The Kaddish Baruch is the Mashpia, and we're the Mushpa, we're the receivers. And therefore, to build and work and open up the relationship, open up our heart, we have to take time to, to receive, not just to receive, but to recognize that we're always receiving. Everything that we have, we've been receiving from the Kaddish Baruch And in that way, we could start to allow the emotions to open up. If we're always looking to be mashpia, you're not always giving over the most heart you can. You have to be open first. So that was two weeks ago. And then last week we heard a song from Shmuel, Tainli Tfila, Tfila Achas. We were just listening to a beautiful song. And we discussed how begging HaKadosh Baruch to daven is the davening itself. Or sometimes a person, he begs HaKadosh Baruch let me daven, let me, let me have that Tfila Achas. Person's thinking, let me daven in Rosh Hashanah. Let it be that I can connect to you in Rosh Hashanah and I can feel the Yom Haddin, but I can feel the connection, the Romamus, the king, the covered. But often when it comes to Rosh Hashanah, it's very difficult to get into that place. So what we learned from that song was that the begging to have the Tfilah Achas, the begging before Rosh Hashanah, 
is really the tefillah itself. That actually is the ultimate tefillah. And therefore one can have bitach and could trust that whatever happens on the day of Rosh Hashanah, that's what we discussed last week, is okay. Because you already had that tefillah. Please, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, open up my mouth. Hashem, Svasai Tiftach. You open up my mouth and allow the praises to flow out. Because comes Rosh Hashanah, I might not be able to do it. So when I say Hashem, Erev Rosh Hashanah, that already, we already are Makayim or Tfilas in Rosh Hashanah in a certain way. And when we come to Rosh Hashanah, whatever happens, happens. Nothing to be worried about, nervous about. That was a sugi who went into Moon and Bitochen and Shtadlis in a deep way. <clears throat> so we ended off last week, we're going to talk, we're going to say the mashal that I ended off with last week, um, because we're going to have to start with it a little bit this week. Listen to the song after this. So I said, based on, on the Torah, it's clearly it's going to, it would be better, you know, after the whole build-up, but the mashal was about a prince who was kicked out of the kingdom, kicked out of the palace. Once, twice, three times, it wasn't, it wasn't, he wasn't listening to his father. And his father said, take a hike. And, and, and his son, the prince, said some choice words back to him. And said, Tati, you know, king, you take a hike. And the king kicked him out. And he had to go find, uh, you know, lodging. He had to go find a job on his own. And he went from town to town to find, to find a place to stay, to a place to work. His father didn't give him anything. And eventually he found a place, a place to live, a place uh, of work, some chevra. And he was happy. The whole time, he's like, I don't need my father, I don't need him, nothing, who needs him? I could do it on my own. Uh, you know, nine months later, as time goes on, it wasn't so geschmack the chevra, it was all the excitement kind of wore off. And he started to miss his home, miss his father, miss his mother, the king and the queen. And he started to feel bad a little bit for the way he acted, his, uh, the harsh feelings started to go, you know, to, to minimize, to subside a little bit. Started to feel bad. Maybe I was a little acting a little bit harsh, a little bit of a gaiva. It wasn't so appropriate. And he started to feel bad. He really started to feel bad, and he decided, you know, it's time to go back and and to go speak to his father and to try to come back to the palace. And so he goes, starts to travel back towards the palace. <clears throat> and he's and he's he's back. He's very close to the the city where the palace is in. It's about a town away, two towns away, and uh, he's hitching rides. He has no. He doesn't really have any any money left. And a wagon driver comes up and says, No, where are you going? And he says, I'm going to the city of the, of the king. And the, mer- and the wagon driver says, Oh, me too. I'm a merchant. I'm going that way also. Come on. So then he gets in the wagon. And you know, the prince is, is certainly, there's a, there's a fear. There's some nerves. He's worried what's going to be. And he's, he's looking down. He's not, he's not perky. He's not happy. He's not smiling. He's, he's thinking the whole time what he's going to say to his father. How's it going to come out? Is his father going to accept? Right? You could imagine what was going on. And so the, the wagon driver says, listen, hey, you know, what's going on? What's your story? Who are you? So the prince says, listen, I'm actually the prince of this entire country. He's like, you're the prince? He's like, yeah, I'm the prince. And what are you doing over here hitching rides? <laughs> so he said, um, well, and he, and he became vulnerable and he opened up and he started to tear a little bit and you know, I did some things, and my father wasn't so happy, and I didn't really care, and, and he kicked me out, and I, and I wasn't, I wasn't uh, so sweet back. I said some choice words to my father, the king, and he kicked me out, and he gave me no money, and I had to go find my own. 
And for a while, and of course he's very emotional, and he's, he was saying it for a while, I was fine, I was on my own. But after some time, I, I've come to realize with some maturity that, that I'm sorry for the way I acted. It was totally inappropriate, and I, and I just want to go back home. I just want to go back to my father. I want this whole thing to be over. I want to ask for forgiveness. I want him to forgive me. And, and the wagon driver was like, wow, this is some, some pickup over here. And they get to the city of the, of the king, and they part ways. And the prince goes to get ready and to get a haircut and to put on their proper clothing to greet his father. And he gets ready and he goes, he goes, he knocks on the door. The guards let him right in. Oh, the prince, oh, come in, come in. And he goes up to the room where his father is and he's mamish. He's, he's very scared. He's a pachet, I am He's been away for almost a year. He got kicked out the last time he saw his father. He said some choice words. He hasn't spoken a word to his father, no message, nothing the whole time. And so he knocks on the door and the father says, who's there? And he says, it's me, your son, the prince. He says, come in. So now he opens the door and he stands there and his father's there on the, ch- on the throne and it's mamish, he's shaking. And his father says, yes, yes, my son, what can I do for you? I haven't seen you in some time. So the prince says, He's trying to get the words out, and he says, Daddy, you know, I'm, I'm really sorry for the... And the king said, stop. I know. He says, what do you mean? You, what, do you, what do you mean, you know? The, so the king says, I was the wagon driver. I came to see you. The prince had already done the tshuva before he even got to the palace. He was already... He already did his... He already... Fulfilled Rosh Hashanah and Erev Rosh Hashanah. That's what was the end of, of, of last week's Chabura, right? You do your Heshtadlis and Erev Rosh Hashanah, or leading up to it, then Rosh Hashanah, you have Bitachon, that all will be well. So with that, let's listen to the song from Arya Kunzler, these words, a beautiful song. I wanted to actually use it last year, it didn't, didn't, didn't happen. And then we'll, uh, we'll pick up right afterwards. You have the words, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. And you could hear all of them. You okay? I don't know Drive late at night, I would 
So what would happen, what would have happened if, you know, nine months had gone by and the prince was, you know, he was doing his thing. Yeah, he started to feel a little bit bad maybe. And then at some point, a wagon just pulled up and said, get in. Get in, the king sent this wagon for you. And, and the king... Again, like the much before, the king was actually the wagon driver in disguise. What do you think? How do you think that would have gone? Right? It's only been about nine months. Prince is not really, not really feeling so bad. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, things are wearing off a little Again, the wagon driver comes. It's the king in disguise. He doesn't know. The prince would just look out the window the whole time. The, king, the, the, the wagon driver, the king would say, No, hey, so uh, what's your story? The prince would say, what do you mean? I'm just, I'm, I'm the prince. You know I'm the prince. Yeah, so what are you doing over here? Well, whatever, you know, my father, and we got into a fight a little bit. Eh, whatever. No emotions. Because he's being forced into the wagon. He didn't, he wasn't going from his own rutson. He wasn't yet broken. There'd be, there'd be no emotions in that, in that, in that way. And sometimes El comes and it's El Vashanayim Kippur comes and it's forced upon us. That's it. That's the Zman. Nothing to talk about. It happens every year. So in a certain way, it's very difficult to come to any deep place because it's forced upon us. The wagon comes and says, get it and the king's coming. El Vashanayim Kippur. No. Make it quick, you know. Let's go. Second, a question that uh, sometimes people have 
is generally the understanding of tshuvas, the general understanding, I was discussing this morning, this is not really the, the ikr, but the general understanding of tshuvas, a person sends over the course of the year, and he has to tshuva, shalom beganu, gazal de baru he has to tshuva, he has to vidu, charata, he has to feel bad for what he did. He sinned over the whole year. What happens when you have a person, and I think there's a lot more people than we think are in this category, and probably all of us are in this category, when we're not such big sinners. We've worked on ourselves, you know. Maybe when we were younger, we were these big, massive sinners, which we weren't. But Luitzer, you were. But as you got, as you got older, we, we worked on ourselves, right? We've changed. We work on our stuff. We're not, we're not uh, big ganavim. A little bit here, a little bit there. Maybe we didn't know the halacha. It could be a Lush and Haru slipped out once in a while, but we're generally careful. We try it. It happens, of course. A little bit of Torah, for sure. Who's perfect? You forgot to say a bracha. It happens. You didn't say Kriyashima Bizman. You missed a Marav one time. Okay. You missed a few minyan. Okay. That's normal. We're such big sinners. Where's the. What does a person do? Of course you have to ask forgiveness for these things, obviously, but that's not going to... It's not going to bring out so much of the insides. What, what does a person do, a regular Jew nowadays? You know? Who, who's not of the people that Rabbi speaks about in his drushes. Now, he speaks to all types of people. He speaks to people who really did some bad stuff, and they, and they, and they need to work on that stuff. But for the regular from Jew who's working himself during the year... What's the tshuva of this man? Again, of course you do tshuva for every little thing, of course, but is there anything bigger? Anything better? So the Yom Narayim, this whole zman, which is often understood as a, a zman of Yira. So you have to understand that the Mesil Sasharim is the one who very clearly lays out the sugi of Yira. And he discusses there's three main years, three main fears that, have, that we have. We'll discuss each one briefly. The first is Yir Sa'onish. The lowest madrigal is called Yir Sa'onish, fear of punishment. Right? That means I'm scared that if I do things wrong, if I sit and I don't do tshuva, I'm going to get whacked. I'm going to get whacked. My money's going to get whacked. My house is going to get whacked. My family members might get whacked. Somebody's going to get punished and it's going to be painful, and therefore I'm scared. I don't want that. So I better do tshuva. I better change up my ways. You know, it's like, a, it's like an avid to a, it's like a servant to a very strong king who punishes us. You, uh, you don't honor me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to put you in the dungeon. I'm going to torture you. I'm going to beat you up. The next madriga, that's a very low madriga. Hmm. So we grow up with them. The next madriga, higher madriga, is called Yerus Aromimus. The fear, it's not really a fear anymore. It's really more of a, an awe. You're awe-inspired. The awesomeness of the king, that he runs the world. You're not scared that he's going to punish you. It's just taka. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. The king, to be in the room with the king who's so powerful, the shalit, the adon hakol, the ribon ha'olamim, the melech, the bori olam. There's a certain, if a person can get to that, it's a higher madrega. That's why it's... Not so popular. But it's the whole madrig of Rosh Hashanah. To be in Davening, to, to think for a few moments that a Kodesh Baruch is one who decides. 
He's the Dayan. Not what the judgment's going to be and the punishments. That's not, that's not the Indian at all. Rosh is not about that at all. Rosh is actually a happy day. But it's a happy day because we're in the presence of the Borikul Alam. It's, it's awesome. So that's, a, that's when we start saying, Avinu Malkeinu. He's a Melech. But it's Avinu Malkeinu. It's a little bit more of a connection. It's not, it's not, as, it's not as scary as Yerusha Onish. Right, and that's Rosh Hashanah. And the highest Madrega is called Yerusha Chait. Fear of sin. What is that? So this is, I can't say this is exactly what the Mesil Sasharim says, but this is my understanding plus bringing Hasidus a little bit, yeah? So Yerusachet, the fear of the sin, means you fear what the sin does. Mm-hmm. Not the punishment, not who you're sinning to, like Yerusachet, but that this, what the sin does, meaning that the sin creates a distance. It breaks the relationship that you have. That's what a sin does. I'm fearful that my inappropriate actions will distance me from my beloved. Right? If you say something not nice to your wife, and because that she's angry at you, so there's a certain fear. I don't want to say anything wrong because I've been down that road. And it's, it's a, it's sometimes it could be very painful. Hurtful words hurt. And I felt the pain that she had, and I felt the pain that I had, and it became... So there's a fear. I don't want to mess up and lose the relationship with the Kaddish Baruch. That's Yerusalemus. That's Yerusalemus. It's like, it's a little bit of a panemius level. So it's Avinu Malkeinu, like Ahuvenu. Our Father, our King, our Beloved. I don't want to lose that relationship. That's Yom Kippur. That's the majority of Yom Kippur. El... Shape up, ship out. Beginning of El's, Yerusha Onish. Right? Wake up. Shofar blasts. There's a din, there's a dying, there's a judge, there's a judgment. Wake up. But as we get closer to Rosh Hashanah and we mature a little bit, it's not about the Onish. That's selfish. That's thinking only by myself. Yerusha Ramos is the awesomeness of the king. That's it. The covet of the king. The covet of the king. And Yom Kippur is even a higher maturity. That's when we're, we're working on the relationship. We don't want to break that which we have worked on with the Kaddish Baruch Hu. So we're not losing. So in this, in this madrig of Yer Sachet, which is the fear of, the, of what the sin does, that it creates a distance, it creates a, creates a break in the relationship, so it's not necessarily, it doesn't have to be sin either. Anything, if you have a relationship and anything that gets in the way, anything that takes my attention away from this relationship is a bad thing, right? person goes to work. He's focusing on work all day and he's not focusing on a Kodesh Baruch Hu. So to those who have a sensitivity of this relationship, it's very difficult. Distance, becoming desensitized, becoming unemotional. Right? When a person is away at work and he's involved in numbers and stuff, he's not really thinking about, let's say, his kids or his wife in an emotional way because he's dealing with other stuff. And sometimes that comes home with him. 
And sometimes he's stressed out about it, and therefore he's not even able to be there with his kids when he gets home. Right? The relationship with whom he loves starts to break, not because he wants it to, it's just that's what happens. And we have so many other focuses in life and things get in the way. Yerasachet. I'm, I'm fearful. I don't want that to happen. A person who has a certain level of relationship, I don't want that to go away. What's, what's a relationship with that emotion, with that heart? Yeah, we could be business partners, but that's great. I don't want to be business partners with the Kaddish Baruch I don't want to be business partners with my kid. I want to love my kid. So tshuva is a return from this lack of emotion, from being desensitized, from missing out on the relationship. Meaning, even if we haven't necessarily sinned, right? We're not such big sinners, Baruch Hashem. But where's the relationship? Where's the relationship with Kaddish Baruch is it, is it flowing? And usually davening is a telltale sign. Are we connected to the davening? Are we emotional with davening? That's, that's really our time with the Kaddish Baruch right? The tefillah. We have to, we have to learn to be we have to come to a place of being broken over not being broken. If we're not broken, if we're not feeling the fact that we're not feeling, if we don't realize that we don't have a high-level relationship, an emotional relationship with the Kodesh Baruch Hu, that we need shuvah on, that we should be broken on, that we should, that we should feel bad about. Let me do a sense. Just we become distant, become far because we're so we're focused on so many other things. To do tshuva, to do ashamu baganus, and to do slachlanus. That's that's often very intellectual. I know I did this wrong, and I know that I can get punished. So therefore, it's like a very it's like a code you know, on a computer. It's very step oriented. I sinned. I don't want to get hurt. Therefore, I do tshuva. Or, I sinned, and there's a dying, there's a, there's a Kaddish Baruch Hu, and I'm, not that I'm scared about the sin, but there's a Bariolim. How could somebody, how could it make sense to do something against the king? Therefore, you know, I have to do tshuva. Again, very intellectual. The Rabbi Nachman says that in Taravah, the, the, the Torah of tshuva, he says that we always need to be working on tshuva on our tshuva. There's a tshuva, and then you need a tshuva on the tshuva. Because even in the first two levels of tshuva, from Yersa Onish and Yersa Romamus, that's beautiful. But that's not necessarily getting you to that place, that connection. It's not necessarily returning you back to Kodesh Baruch the way that we should and could be. Therefore, you need a tshuva on that tshuva. I mean, those, that for, those first two levels of tshuva are needed. They're stepping stones to get you into the right place. But they're not what it could be. And therefore you need a tshuva on that because those first two levels weren't even appropriate. On one level they were appropriate because that's where you were holding. But we have to understand that they're not really fully appropriate. For the people who are not sinners, becoming distant from a Kaddish Baruch is considered a sin. 
And we have, to, we have to appreciate that. Because if we're not from that cot, that group of classic sinners, so then that's not what we should be working on. Right? We're not working on the, the Los Asseis and the Surmeras. That, that we worked on already. 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. You know, by a certain age, you know, whatever age that may be. By 30 years old, you know, you've been, work, you've been you're going through a lot of Yom Kippur's. We're, we're pretty much done with that stuff. Of mm-hmm. course, we have to continue to work on them. There's no question. You say I'm crazy? Yeah, that's when I was just getting started. Oh, okay. Each, each person. Gematria <laughs> Leif. 32 is Gematria Leif. Each person on their own. But at a certain point, we've moved on from this one. We have to work on the Aseito. We have to work on the relationship. We have to work on the, the building. So, in a certain way, El and Yom Nuraim, they are forced upon us. The wagon comes. And the king says, I, You're so onish. You better be do it to do tshuva because I'm going to punish you. And the king says, You better do tshuva because I'm the king. And therefore, there's a Yerusharamimus. But for those who are a little bit more sensitized, they're of, of the Hashem and the Primus. They have to become to a place. It's not Yerusharamimus, Yerusharamimus. They have to become broken over the fact that they're not broken. The prince has to come to a place where he should be so bothered that he's not bothered. That he's just looking out the window. And when, and when the driver says, hey, what, what happened to you? And he's just like, eh. We have to stop and think, are we, are we that prince? Are we that guy who's not feeling the distance? Because there's a, there is a distance. There is a, a disconnect. There is a desensitization. There is a lacking of emotion. Each person, there's no question. That, there for sure is between us and the body The question is, do we know that? Do we recognize that? Do we feel that? Do we want to grow from that? Do we want to build on that? That's the higher level. That's, that's the, what we're supposed to get to by Yom Kippur. You know, El, we start off with El, is Anila Do Diva Do Dili. That's what we're trying to get to. Back to the Do Dili. Anila Do Diva Do Dili. So we know El backwards is Lule, right? Lule Hamanti. What does Lule mean? Or without. Without Amuna, Lule Hamanti, Bitufasham, without, without having the Amuna. So Lule is the opposite of Anila Do Diva Do Dili, meaning. We have to come to the point where it's, I can't live without this relationship. And it might start intellectually, because we're not there emotionally. But at least we have to start in that place to realize that there's supposed to be something more. And we're not there. And we have to at least intellectually say, I, 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 I don't want to live without it. We don't always have the words. See, last week we were talking about where you had the words, but on Erev Rosh Hashanah. Comes Rosh Hashanah, it's more difficult. But at least in Erev Rosh Hashanah, you had the emotional words, Kodesh please let me daven to you. But sometimes you can't even get those words out. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you don't even realize that you're lacking the words. But we are lacking the words. We have to come to that place. Elul is likened to Pesukah Zimra. Roshan is likened to Birkas Kriyashma and Kriyashma, and all of the king, Kabbalah's all Malchus Shemayim, and Yom Kippur is like Shemon Esri. 
That's where we have that dveikus. We're supposed to have that dveikus. It's pure. And last week we said Hashem Sosai Tiftach was a person crying out, please let me have that tefillah. So he was emotional. He says, I, I want to have that tefillah. And he didn't realize that Hashem Sosai Tiftach itself is a tefillah. But here we're at the Madriga, unfortunately, sometimes we're even those words we don't have. We don't even ask. Let me have that tefillah. We don't even realize that we're missing the relationship. So therefore, we have to just say, Hashem, give me the words, open up my mouth. Because I know there's something more here. I'm just not there. I'm not even emotional about these words. But I know I should be. But I'm not. So help me. Help me. Give me the words that I know that I need to say, but I just can't say them. This is how I think most of, most of us are. Most people. They don't have that. They don't have those words of the emotion. They know. They hear shirim. They hear from, not from everybody, only basically from Rebbe. But, you know, when Rebbe says over these emotional stories, they, everybody's like, oh, I would love that. I want that. I want that. But they don't, they don't have it. And they don't even know how to get it. So at least you should ask for it. Hashem, because open up my mouth. Really, Yom Kippur is, 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 a, is a Yom Simcha. It's really Yom Simcha. Because it's a day of the relationship. Each person is a different madrig, depending on what your Kli Kibble is, what you're ready to receive. But it's a Yom Simcha. So we should prepare in our way. And we should prepare with Hashem, Tiftach. By asking Kodesh Baruch, please, just, just, let me get anything out. Anything out. So you see these words. This, this is, I, I, I don't think this was fully his intent. But look at the song here. I don't know where all my words have gone. I used to find them in the lyrics of a song. He used to have words come off. He used to have a relationship. He knows. He once had it. We also, everybody has felt something of relationship with the Kaddish Baruch at least once in their life. Some people many more times, but... Everybody's felt it at least once. We don't, are we asking for it back? Do we want to reconnect to that? We just don't have the words. We have to ask for it. They used to roll off my tongue, but now it's like a stone. When I open my, up my mouth, nothing comes out at all. Help me. Open up my lips. Hashem tiftach. To find the words that I've missed. I, I can't get them. There's so much I need to say. I don't know what the words are, but I know, intellectually at least, that there is more. I just can't get it out. I don't exactly even know what to do. Hear me crying out. Please don't turn around. My soul is filled with pain. My soul, I, my soul is filled with pain. That's not even conscious sometimes. Your soul is filled with pain. When your heart is filled with pain at the end, that you feel. My soul is filled with pain. That means he knows something is missing but it's not at the level that he feels it. It's, it's too deep. Answer me with love. Even if the answer is tough, I just need to know you here. I just need to know that there is a relationship. I don't care how you answer, I just need to know that's there. Right? Years of hate, I just, I, I, I just need to hear that we're still connected. Because I fear so much that we're not at all. So I don't care what it is to know that we're connected. That's all I care about. 
the words that will come out because they're coming from deep down. I hope they make it to yours. Don't forsake me. Al tazveni, al tashlecheni, leizikna kechlos kocheni al tazveni. don't throw us away when we're old, when we're lacking koach, lacking strength. Don't, don't forsake us. And that could mean when a person is not having that relationship. What it means, leizikna means when we're old and we're crusty. <laughs> And the relationship is gone already for a long time with us in Kodesh Baruch Hu. Right? We've, we just go through the cycles. We go through the modes. We dive in three times a day and we do the duck and we do the Lulu thing. We do the Esther thing. We do the thing, the thing, the thing. That's it, this thing. Lay ziknats, become old. Because don't forsake us. Don't leave us. We know, deep down, we know that there's something much more than this. We've tasted it once or even if we didn't, we know it doesn't make sense that this is all that there is. It can't be. It can't be that Yiddishkeit is just details and commands. It can't be. It can't be that boring. It's got to be. Boring. Most people know that. So don't forsake us. I used to know how to open up my heart. I used to know how to open up my heart. On a drive late at night, I would cry out in the dark, but somehow I just cannot connect enough. It's like the rope that holds us close was torn, and now it's out. We once had that connection. Kodesh Baruch will help us. Give it back to us. Let us know that there is, that the, even a relationship is possible. Some people don't even know that that's possible. How sad is that? Some people don't even know that one could actually have a relationship with the Kaddish Baruch. They don't even know. Never were taught such a thing. How sad is that? You should cry for them. They can't even be broken over not being broken because they don't even know such a thing exists. So what are you talking about? Like, what are you talking about? Kodesh Baruch Hu, God, He's like uh, we just we do the Torah thing and we, we do the mitzvahs thing. Like, well, what's what, sir? What's what's davening? Which one esrei? You know, we say a few words. We ask God for stuff and stuff because we know we're supposed to ask for Him. You know, so we ask for Him. That's a shon esrei. That's a tveikus. That's a kol mamadaka. There's no simcha in that. That's not a relationship at all. If that's all we can get out, even that's enough.
that even even when a person says you know Hashem Tiftah from this very unemotional place just like I know there's more I don't even know what to do that itself is a tefillah that itself became the song you understand what I'm saying? that he wrote a song about not being able to say anything everything could be a tefillah if it's said towards the Kodesh Baruch that's it we don't, we don't say it's not good because it's not filled with any emotion. That itself is good. And by the end of the song, it was obviously very emotional. So we shouldn't throw anything away. You know, when it comes to Chassidus, we know that everything matters, everything is important. And Kodesh Baruch listens to everything. There was a video that went out a while ago. It's, there's no words to it, but, it's, but somebody sent it to me right before Rosh Hashanah. And it's 49 seconds. But I've seen it before. It's this, this is, this is it. Can you see it? Can you see this? 